thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. Bring your faith. Expect God to speak to you. You know, we only get what we believe for. And if we're believing, we're expecting. And so expect to hear answers for your life. That's what we're believing for, for you. How many of you know the word is the answer book? Let's pay attention to the answer book so that we give the right answers in the face of all circumstances and situations in our life. Amen. We invite you to get something to take notes with and get your Bible and follow along with us. We're going to continue along the line that we've been teaching, and that is on walking in love. Because we have to understand that we receive healing by faith. But there are things that affect our faith. And love is the primary thing that affects our faith. So if we say we're believing for healing, we have to pay attention to our love walk. We have to pay attention to it. Um, Because love is a flow that affects the working of our faith. You know, the word tells us in Romans 10 verse 17, it says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Notice the first few words, faith comes. It comes by hearing. But we see in Galatians um, chapter 5 in verse 6, it says this, but faith worketh by love. So notice faith comes by hearing, but faith doesn't work by hearing. Faith works by love. So we not only want our faith to come, we want it to work. (laughs) Amen. So, um, and I've said this on previous episodes. Now we invite you go back and watch previous episodes in this series that we've been teaching. If you've missed something, because we, we can't revisit everything. I do repeat myself a lot because that's how you get it in people. That's on purpose. That's not because I forgot what I preached on previous episodes. That's because I'm purposefully trying to, um, if I could say this, help drive the truth of the word down into our spirits. So if we were to call faith a vehicle, love is the engine that makes it run. Yeah, you know, I, I, you've, you've probably seen vehicles sitting in front of houses and there's a vehicle sitting there and some of them, if you'll see them stacked up, I mean, lined up several of them and they don't work. What is it? Something's missing. And so even though there's a vehicle, it won't work because something is missing. And even so we can have faith, but if love is not getting its right way in our life, that faith won't work. Why? Because the action of 
love is missing. So it's important that we not only are skillful in our faith, but we're skillful in our love walk. Um, I've quoted Kenneth e. Hagan who made this statement. He said, I count more on my love walk to keep me healthy than on my confessions of faith. He said, if symptoms show up, the first place I check is my love walk to make sure I'm walking in love. Um, we, We could know this when he says, I count more on my love walk to keep me healthy than my confessions of faith. Love is God's realm. Love is God's territory. Could we say this love is God's property? You know, your house is on a property. Where you live is on a property. Well, uh, we are, our household of faith is on the property of love. And if we get off love's property, we're not on God's property anymore. Our authority that God gives us walks, works when we're on God's property. We step off of God's property, which is sin. The devil's territory is sin. We step off of love's territory. We step into sin's territory, the devil's territory. And we cannot step onto the devil's territory and think that the authority and the faith that came from God will work on the devil's territory. It works on God's territory. That's why to walk in our authority and for our authority to work, we have to be walking in love, staying on love's territory, God's property. Amen. So these are the things that we've been talking about. And when we, when, how many of you know, love is something you do. It's not just something you feel. It's not simply an affection. It's an action. So we can tell whether or not we're walking in love by the actions we're taking. How many of you know that words we speak are an act? Yeah. Uh, Even thoughts that we allow in our thought life about someone. That's an act of our thought life. That needs to be love thoughts, right? Uh, And we've talked about human love, divine love. Human love uh, can't finish the the course. It's a quitter. Human love will, it's like, as long as you treat human love right, human love will treat you right. But if something comes against human love that isn't pleasing. Right. Human love will strike back. Right. Divine, why? Because human love is based on how it's treated. Right. Right. You treat me good, I treat you good. Right. You treat me bad, I treat you bad. Right. That's what human love do, does. Divine love is based on one thing, God. That's right. yeah. Amen. Based on who is in us. So you treat, you treat divine love good, divine love will treat you good. You treat divine love bad, divine love will still treat you good. Yes. Because it's not treating you, responding to you based on you, right. based, but it's based on who's in us. Right. Amen. 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 So these are the main differences. Now, I've pastored for 25 years here in Southern California. Uh, right now, my family helped me pastor. For uh, In 2016, I went full-time into traveling. I had always traveled with my husband for all the years we were married, almost 30 years, but uh, I travel full-time now, and my children helped me pastor the church here. But back in the early 90s, when we started the church in Southern California, I had taken several weeks in a row And it was really one of the first times I intently taught on prosperity. 
that the abundance of God. God says that he's given us richly all things to enjoy. I don't know about you, but I never enjoyed lack. Lack offered me no enjoyment. Not having enough money offered me no enjoyment. God has given us richly all things to enjoy. So part of our enjoyment is having more than enough for our own needs, but also to be a blessing. The prosperity message knows nothing about just you prospering. It knows about you prospering plus you blessing others so they can they can be blessed. The prosperity message is not a singular flow. It's not a one direction flow. It's toward us and toward others that we have enough to be a blessing to others. So I was teaching, taking several weeks in a row in our church and teaching on Bible prosperity. And uh, after about three weeks of teaching it, I was starting one Sunday morning. I was preparing uh, to minister in the service. And, uh, I was going to again teach on Bible prosperity. Um, while I was in the back room preparing to go out for the service, the word of the Lord came to me and he said this to me. He said, you need to back up. And I knew what he meant on teaching on prosperity. He said, you need to back up because until you teach these people to walk in love in their home, they don't qualify for Bible prosperity. Now listen to that. Until you teach these people how to walk in love in their home, they don't qualify for Bible prosperity. Now the word qualify is not the same as earn. We don't earn Bible prosperity, but we do qualify it. What's that mean? We come into position to where prosperity can flow unhindered. The prosperity of God, all the blessings of God are conditional. They're conditional. What's the condition? Being a doer of the word. For the doer of the word, all that belongs to us in Christ can reach us. Listen, God doesn't withhold any blessing, but what we can do is step out of position to where we can't receive what's flowing. It's not that God changes, we change. Did we stay on love's territory or not? When we step off of love's property, when we step off of love's territory, we step into sin's territory. Brother Hagen used to teach us, he would say one step outside of love is a step into sin. What's he talking about? He's talking about whose property you on. Are you on God's property or are you on the devil's property? God's property is a love property. The devil's territory is a sin territory. So um, if we step outside of love, we step off of love's territory. Prosperity isn't flowing except on love's territory. It's not flowing in sin's territory. So if we step off of our property and step onto sin's property, love can't re- uh, prosperity can't reach us yes. because yes. prosperity is a flow of the love of God right. to Amen. his people. Right. Yes. Amen. 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 So when God said, until you teach these people how to walk in love, look what he said in their homes. Mm-hmm. Why? Because your home life reveals the, the real you. You're, yes. you yes. It, it reveals the real life you're living. Right. 
Sometimes we can go out in public and people can portray themselves one way for because they're for they're out in public at short times, a spurt here and there, but in their home is the real them. How what they allow in their thought life is going to show up in their home. What they allow in their actions is going to show up in their home. That's right. We, we have to be certain and careful of something, and that is that the public doesn't get the best version of us. The home gets the best version of us. And sometimes, if we're not careful, we put on our best behavior for strangers and for people we've never met before, for the public, and then we go home, and sometimes some become a tornado in their own house. Your home should get the best version of you because the, the home is where your life is built. And we need, if we will perfect the love walk in our home, it will be no struggle when we're in public. Because our life is, um, let's say the, the, the further places of our life are demonstrated in our home. Amen. And so when he said to me, until you teach these people how to walk in love in their home. See, in your home, people rub up against you real close. They bump into you real tight, right? I mean, they can get on your fit, on your nerves. They can, they can grate on you type thing. So if we are skillful at love in our home, it's going to be no difficulty when we're for a short time among other people in the public settings. So I appreciate that he said, until you teach these people how to walk in love in their home. Because some people think I walk in love because they're kind to the public. They're kind to those in the store they see or people they meet out in a public place. But God watches to see how we respond in our home. That's going to show our real quality of love walk is how we behave, how we speak to one another in the home. Amen. Amen. So again, he said to me, until you teach these people how to walk in love in their home, they don't qualify for Bible prosperity. Now notice this phrase, Bible prosperity. Bible prosperity comes to you differently than just the sweat of the brow, going out and working and laboring to increase by the sweat of the brow. There are people that are unsaved that don't know anything about God that may be millionaires and billionaires. Mm -hmm. They didn't prosper by Bible prosperity. They prospered by the sweat of their brow. The Bible says that when God adds to you, there's no sorrow. If you add to yourself, there's sorrow with it. So Bible prosperity means you Every arena increases. Now, if we're going to try to add prosperity to ourself, just work by the sweat of our brow, just by our own ingenuity, Mm -hmm. our own efforts, we're going to have to steal from some arena of life to do that. Now, there's 
multiple arenas of your life. There's your there's spiritual life. There's your family life. There's your business life. There's your marriage, right? There's there's your, your church life, serving in that local church. If people are only going to increase, and I'm talking about Christians, if they're going to settle for increase that only comes through their own effort, through their own profession, uh-huh. right, right. through their own uh, intellect, uh-huh. their own education. Uh-huh. They're going to have to steal from some arena of life. Right. Right. Yes. 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 It will rob from their, fi- their family life. Yes. Right. It'll rob from their marriage. Right. It'll rob from their church life to uh-huh. where they miss services. Right. They can't serve. Uh-huh. Every, every Christian should be part of a local church. Uh-huh. Every Christian should have a pastor. Yes. You say, well, why is that? You're just saying that because you are a pastor. No, because the word says that. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together, which is the habit of some people. And we could say this, which is the bad habit of some people. That's That's what the Amplified says, which is the habit Uh of some people. Bad habits become a detriment. So we should all have a pastor. Mm -hmm. We should all have a local church and we should be serving in our local church. We should be bringing a supply to that church family. Why? A church is a family. And in in any home, there are responsibilities. Mm -hmm. There are tasks within that home. And every family member of your home should have a responsibility toward the working of that home, right? Yes. Everyone should have uh, responsibilities, yeah. chores, right. tasks, yes. right? Yes. I mean, a parent will give children chores based on their ability, based on their age. Even so, God does the same thing. In His family, where the local church meets is where His family congregates. And we should all have our share of the chores in that household. So that means we're serving, we're doing our part. Just just showing up is not enough. You know, uh, if there are, uh, let's say there's a family of four kids and you just have one kid that just shows up at the dinner table, but they, they don't think they have to help. They don't think they have to help keep the house clean. They don't think they have to help clean up the dishes. Other kids that help are not going to appreciate the one who doesn't. Right. Yeah. That's right. Right. We want to be an asset in our local church. Yes. We want people to see we, we, we do our share in the family. Yes. It's important. Yes. It's important. And so... Um, When we go to, if I could say this, through our own ability and through our own efforts, try to prosper and we work more hours. We maybe sometimes work multiple jobs. Mm -hmm. You find out many times people have to start robbing from their church life to do that. They're missing services or they're not serving because they don't have time to serve in the local church. That's not, that's not prosperity. That's not Bible prosperity. The acquiring of money is not Bible prosperity. How it comes is everything. How it comes that you don't have to compromise your spirit. Yes. and your conscience yes. of how you're acquiring money. So when we try to add to ourselves financially, apart mm-hmm. from Bible prosperity, we're going to have to rob from some other arena of our life to do it. Right. Amen. But when God prospers you, yeah. 
every arena is increased. When we go by God's system, which is what is that? Our sowing, our reaping, our faith, our diligence and faithfulness to put our hand to something so that he can prosper us. Uh, Bible prosperity is not us just sitting back and making confessions. Right. It's God says he will bless what we set our hands yes. to. Yes. He expects us to set our hand That's to something. Right. That's right. Um, and so when we put our hand to something, the blessing of God will cause it to flourish in our hands and we'll have a skill, a grace and an ability mm-hmm. in that position that we would have never had apart from his That's divine right. help. Yes. That's Bible prosperity. Amen. 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 So when God said to me, until you teach these people how to walk in love in their homes, they don't qualify for Bible prosperity. Or we could say this, they're not positioned. Mm -hmm. That's right. Very good. For Bible prosperity. Amen. Their proverb, as we said, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22 said, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. Yes. And he addeth no sorrow with it. Bible prosperity has no sorrow attached to it. Meaning that to the thief, hands off. You can't touch this prosperity. Why? Because it came from the blessing. It didn't come from my hours of work. It came, the blessing of the Lord blessed my hours of work. The blessing of the Lord enhanced my abilities mm-hmm. right. and the graces on my life. Yes. That's right. And they performed in a way they couldn't have apart from the blessing right. of God on it. Right. Amen. Amen. So when God prospers us, he does not have to steal from one arena of our life to bless right. another. Right. Amen. Amen. He will not steal from your marriage life. That right. means your marriage doesn't have to be neglected. Mm-hmm. That's right. Under right. Bible prosperity. Your family life doesn't have to be neglected. You can have time with your children. And can I say this? Let let me say this. It's so important. Our children, I have two sons. My my husband and I had the the two children together. And uh, our children serve with us in the ministry. My daughter-in-law serves. And my grandkids are here all the time. Um, I did some things on purpose to make sure that my family prospered. Yeah, that's good. And what number one, I kept them in the local church. Yes. Number one, I kept them in the local church. Amen. Why? Because that's the place where the anointing can reach them. Yes. You say, well, God can reach my children anywhere. The anointing's not manifestation just everywhere. That's right. That's true. The, the power of God's everywhere, but the anointing is not manifestation uh-huh. everywhere. Yes. But when we go to the church where God is directing mm-hmm. us to go, there's an anointing there for yes. our life and our family. Amen. This is called prosperity Amen. for the family. So I kept my children in the local church. Number two, I guarded their, their fellowship like a rattlesnake. They didn't just hang out with anybody anytime they wanted, anywhere they wanted. I knew where they were. Number three, I paid attention. I did not try to get other people to raise my children. Don't misunderstand me. I had help, but I always was at the head of that. I kept my children with me as much as possible. Keep your children with you in the local church. I never asked my children, do you want to go to church? 
I'm like Joshua. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's what we're doing. They were raised going to church. I didn't ask my children if they wanted to go to school. Why would I ask them if they wanted to go to church? I didn't ask my children if they wanted to do chores. Why would I ask them if they want to go to church? So I kept them in the local church. Find your highest family time around the local church. Your highest family time is not around a movie. Now, there's nothing wrong with going to a movie as a a family. That's fine. We would have extra activities, but the highlight of our family life was the local church. The word of God, the the power of God. They needed to see their children. My children needed to see their parents worshiping God. That's true. Amen. So, don't think that I've got to have family time apart from the church. That was the, the, the best place our, time, our family could have time together because we were in the presence of God together, worshiping together, receiving together. Bible prosperity will only enhance that. Natural prosperity will rob from that. It'll rob from that. God won't have to steal. In Bible prosperity, God won't have to steal from our spiritual life to fund us financially. Our spiritual life will thrive because we understand when we're prospering in terms of Bible prosperity, uh, that flows from our spiritual life. (laughs) The more our spiritual life is watered, the higher the flow of God's prosperity in our life. Now remember, you say, well, Pastor Nancy, I thought you were talking of love. I am. I'm talking what love will deliver to your life. It will deliver God's best. It will deliver God's highest flow. So when we talk about prosperity, God has a love plan for your prosperity. And it's not to rob something from your life. It's to add something to your life. Amen. Remember, I haven't deviated. God said to me, when I was going to teach our, our congregation on prosperity, he said, you need to back up. Mm-hmm. It's not that prosperity was wrong. I was leaving something unemphasized. Yes. Right. He said, until you teach these people how to walk in love in their home, mm-hmm. they don't qualify or they're not in position right. for Bible prosperity. That's right. Amen. You can't separate love from your wallet. If if we're going to have divine increase, divine prosperity, our love walk has an invisible thread to our wallet. Well, praise God. You don't want to miss upcoming episodes because I mean, some of this may be new in the way I've stated it to people, but our prosperity is a flow of the love of God. It's it's a love father taking care of his love children. Amen. And we want to cooperate with him. Well, we've been teaching out of our book called Love the Great Quest. We want you to get hold of it, not just for yourself, maybe get a copy for somebody else that needs it, but don't just get it for somebody else and not for yourself. (laughs) Right? And you can go to DufresneMinistries.org and order your copy there or go to JesusTheHealer.org and you can order your copy there. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Love is to lead and govern us, and we are to make it our quest to pursue the way love leads. 
Victories await us as we learn to walk in the truths of divine love found in this book by Nancy Dufresne. Order Love, The Great Quest now at DufresneMinistries.org. Nancy Dufresne's book, Daily Healing Bread from God's Table, contains daily portions of healing bread for you to feast on and meditate on in your thought life throughout the day. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.